War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 132. It is August 1st. It is, uh, what, 5, 10, and it is 76 degrees outside. I had a very hard rain today, which dropped the temperature immensely. Uh, today, I just posted this on warbloggle.com, but today Auburn released their um, their practice schedule from Wednesday, which is the first day of practice, till the first day of classes, which is August 16th. So basically two weeks worth of practice, what they call fall camp, some of them being two-a-days, not all of them. Um, nothing too groundbreaking there. I, I noticed from the first week the media will get about 20 to 30 minutes at the beginning of each practice, which is a little bit longer than last time, I think. Uh, you may not remember, but people like to complain, media members like to complain about the little amount of time that they get to go to practice. So at one point last year, they started letting them go a little bit longer, and I think they're keeping it at that. Um, I went a few times last year, and uh, it was pretty much nothing but 15 to 20 minutes of watching warm-ups, maybe the most basic, fundamental, you know, technique or full practice or full team or anything like that. Um, so it's pretty much that. But after the first week of practice, they're no no longer allowing the media in, in the practices anymore. Uh, that may change during the season or after these first two weeks but i know in the first week they're allowed at the beginning second week nobody's getting in um so yeah i mean nothing groundbreaking there just practice starts wednesday yippee real football i guess um which this almost marks the year anniversary of me starting bloggle the bloggle spots i think last year it was august 1st was the first day um, first day of practice and the first bloggle spot. Um, it may not have been the first day of practice, but around there. Uh, so we're coming up on one year, and I've done 132, so that's that's less than half. Uh, but I did pretty much every day of the season last year, even the weekends. Um, you know, once we get into February and March, there's really nothing to talk about. Uh, but this year there will be because the basketball team will be in the middle of a Final Four National Championship run. Um, what else to talk about Auburn? Let's see. Auburn released their, uh, this is dumb to talk about, but their pocket schedules that you go around seeing and you'll see them in front of, you know, small businesses and restaurants around Auburn. And they kind of always... To me, it's a big deal because I, I post about dumb things that are actually kind of fun things. But it, on the on the card this year, it actually showed what you should wear every game. I guess pretty much every game. So Auburn's going to have like three. They're not calling them all Auburn all orange, or at least they didn't on the, the, the card. Usually there's one of those, maybe two of those every year per sport. But this year they just said, you know, LSU, wear orange. Clemson, wear orange. Uh, there was one more. Arkansas State, wear orange. Then they had another one. I think Vandy and Arkansas, they said to wear blue. Vandy's going to be the Military Appreciation Day. Um, and then striping the stadium for Texas A&M, uh, which is the third game. Um, so that would be kind of cool. That worked very well last year. Everybody hated it, th thought it wouldn't work. They only hated it because they didn't think it would work. And then there was the idiots that 
don't like gimmicks, whatever that means. Like, go pull for your Bear Bryant, I guess, because all you need is football. Um, but anyway, and I think that's about it. But I'm going to post that later. I tweeted it uh, yesterday, but I'll do a post about it tonight if you want to read that. Um, oh, also, this is somewhat Auburn-related, but a, a pretty big deal, I'd say. Um, so last week, I pretty much got to work from home the whole last week of the, the second half of the week because Beautiful Bloggle had a minor, I wouldn't call it surgery, but a, a procedure done for her back, and I was at home with her for the second half of the week. So while she was doped up in the bed, um, I would work from, you know, in the living room, doing my, doing my normal work stuff, and on the background, I'd just have something on TV. Well, I saw one day, I think it was Thursday, maybe it was Friday, uh, the Netflix documentary, Last Chance You, was out and available, and I saw that it was six episodes, I was like, alright, well, let's knock this out, just had it on the background, whatever. Um, and that is, obviously, the, the documentary that has that features East Mississippi Community College which is where John Franklin III went last year and many other players Chad Kelly went there I want to say Bo Wallace went there um, a lot of SEC quarterbacks have gone there or other other uh, skill positions have gone there and that you know it's for the guys that's not what JUCO's for it's for guys that either weren't starting or got kicked out of school out of their school they need to go somewhere for a year so they can come back the next year and play elsewhere. Well, John Franklin III was basically not happy that he wasn't playing with Jameis Winston there, which is understandable. Um, pretty good player there, whether whatever you think about him or not. Uh, pretty good player. So John Franklin III wasn't playing, so he's like, all right, well, I'll go here. I'll go to East Mississippi and see what happens. So the, the show is pretty much about him and there's probably four or five other guys they really focus on. One guy's going to be playing at UAB this year, maybe. I think he had to pass some classes. But it's a really good, really real, gritty show. I mean, it's it's two days from MTV without the beeps. It's it, the guy's very much like Rush Probes. I'd say. see him being that cocky. I see him being cocky at East Mississippi because he thinks he's the stuff, but at Auburn he's not. I mean, he might be the quarterback, but I don't feel like he's going to be that that way. 
but I've seen a lot of people who binge watched it. I watched all six episodes on Friday. I finished it Friday night. Um, again, in the background while I was working. Uh, but he, if you don't know the story, you should. A lot of people apparently didn't know the story. He didn't play hardly at all. He got beat out by a guy who had been there for a year, who actually backed up Chad Kelly, uh, who went there between Clemson and Ole Miss, and. They loved him at first. He ran. He, they were like, yeah, just run the ball. And then there was one game. They were getting beat. I can't remember if they lost the game or not. They're, this team usually wins like 90. To, they beat a, a team 90 to 7. They usually score 60-something points and whoop everybody. So they were losing a game. They let John Franklin play. He fumbled. He made kind of a bonehead play. He tried to run around after picking up a fumble, lost a lot of yards. And they either lost that game or should have lost it or whatever. But So the coach got really mad. John Franklin didn't play pretty much the entire season.
Mississippi Community College. But do you think he's going to be that way at Auburn University? I don't think so. I mean, like I said, this is a really real documentary that shows people what 20-year-olds act like. And I'm pretty sure every 20-year-old I know probably acted like that at one point in their life. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not saying he's going to be awesome. I'm not saying he's going to be the quarterback. I could easily see all three of them starting. Easily. I have no clue who it's going to be. But there, these people that are just like, I just watched six episodes of a show and they showed me about five plays of John Franklin III and I'm kind of scared now. Were you scared when he scored the six touchdowns in one half? Or because he tried to run around after a fumbling a snap? Because that's all you saw. They ran a trick play one time where he was the wide receiver and it was a reverse pass and he threw it maybe an inch too far and the coach went crazy because it should have worked and it was the last play of the first half and it should have worked and the guy could have caught it he should have caught it honestly but the coach went off on him uh because he threw the ball too late and i guess that made people think that john franklin III is a terrible quarterback i don't know so it's a great show i wouldn't watch it around any kids i wouldn't watch it around your parents i mean it's just language but it, it's a great documentary, but don't see it all because it's not. That's not him. I, his cockiness, I could tell, was a little fake. I think he was just trying to act like his teammates, honestly. But you want a little cocky. Uh, Nick Marshall was a little cocky. He was quiet, but when he talked sometimes, you could see him on the sideline, he looked a little cocky, and that's what John Franklin's like. Again, I'm not pushing for him to be the quarterback. I'm just saying if he is... Don't go to this show and complain and be like, oh, did you see how he fumbled that one snap or he couldn't beat out this one guy? Whatever. So, anyway, football practice starts in two days, and we'll probably know within a week or so who may be the quarterback based on the reps. Again, nobody gets to see, but we'll see. Uh, and guess what? It doesn't matter who the quarterback is until the first game. And whoever they put out there, that's who the coaches think is the best one. If it's Jeremy Johnson and you think he's going to be exactly what he was in uh, the Jacksonville State game, you've never watched football before. Anyway, all right, so that's it.